we're ready. So welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz and this is... I'm Sean. There we go. This is Sean. Actually, Sean, how how is St. Pete? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're recording this live in St. Petersburg, Florida, and uh, it's popping. I love St. Petersburg. I mean, it's like such a cool vibe here. There's always okay. like young people doing stuff. There's always lots of business stuff going. I mean, I've already been to three networking events. I've already gotten a few cards here. Okay. So it's pretty easy. It's kind of an easy place if you're going to get started creatively wise. Yeah. On, on that note, you actually... Um went immediately to co-working spaces what i've really uh, like pro move right there just like immediately signed up for the co-working space yeah and like apparently that worked out well so far um yeah but what are the topics that we prepared for today because like we're prepared apparently <laughs> apparently we're prepared um yeah so you know um with all the crazy stuff going on and like um things like kanye west's world and just you know in the world in general i think we've seen a lot in the last few years um this kind of political correctedness and this kind of um where like you're allowed to say certain things but you're not allowed to say certain things you're allowed to do things if it's witty but if it's not witty then it's not cool and yeah. um see so i want to talk about creativity and political correctedness today and then um and then also um yeah maybe just dive into things like about this podcast I feel like we we've had 18 episodes. This is the 18th episode, this so is crazy. So like, um, I, I think it would help our viewers to even just kind of talk and reflect on like, how has it been for us? What have we thought? Like, what's yeah. been what's been some of the challenges? What do we hope going forward? Oh yeah, or tips of for podcasting, maybe that would be a thing. Awesome. I would say exactly. Um, but yeah, let's jump right into it. Like, apparently, we all hear the news and Kanye West. I have problems with his name. Is popping up. I was not sure why he's popping up. I was like, something happened. We got to dive into that. And then I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And apparently it got so bad. I don't know if you heard about that, but even Google banned like some of the interviews from Google Drive. Basically, they're deleting footage from the Google Drive. And what is like for me a major problem, because like if you upload to a hard drive, that stuff should be mine. Nobody should be watching it. Nobody should have any control over it besides me. But Google is deciding, like, nope, we're taking the, every podcast, any version of that, and basically just delete it. So when you say that, um, I, I guess, do you mean uh, uh, YouTube, they're deleting it? Or do you mean, like, I have I have a, a version of this this in my drive, my Google Drive, and yep. they're deleting it out of my drive just exactly. because it exists? Exactly. Huh. What is, like, I think, like, that alone is, like, okay, this wants me to stack up the hard drives and makes me trust social media less. Obviously, they have a good point. Like, um, mm -hmm. you want to summarize what he did? He was a bad boy, apparently. Well, you know, yeah, and, and you know, it's the, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Um, he, um, you know, uh, over the years, he said, a, he said a lot of shocking things. He's done a lot of shocking things. We don't need to go in that. I mean, there's there's hundreds there. I mean, only to be rivaled by Donald Trump, I would say. He said so, He's just said so many things things over the years that's it's upset people and but um i think what's really made him bite the dust now is the anti-semitism it's yeah. his anti-jewish stance um he has started to blame a lot of things on jewish people um and he has uh, started to talk in a very um anti-jewish way um and so for obvious reasons um the community at large is not not happy with that yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's been ins insane it, to see how many people have dropped him, like yeah, across a, the board. Yeah. So also, the like Adidas was deciding, like, we kind of have the rights to sell your shoes without you because we have um, the patent for like the design and whatever. And mm -hmm. it's very interesting. So he's basically losing out, and basically everything is getting shut now for him. And yeah. he will be the next Andrew Tate. I don't know if you follow that, but he said he actually on the flip side didn't say too mm -hmm. many bad things, but he got completely pulled from the internet. Like he did not pull a Kanye West thing, you know, mm -hmm. but he still got completely deleted from the internet and like no Facebook, no Instagram know any social media and he's still somewhat there for like hey i'm on somebody else's podcast what is like um pretty good for him but it's extreme how much power they have now well yeah and i think i think it does bring up a, a really good question of like you know if you if, if this can happen to kanye west can that happen to us right yeah can you be deplatformed just for saying something that's not that's not popular um can you be kind of um 
<laughs> you just changed all the lighting in this podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, you wanted you wanted to hear the cat crying. <laughs> oh man. So um, but yeah. So I think like the you know I uh, it can happen to any of us, and it is scary. I, I I don't necessarily like the idea that you we could say something even on this podcast, right? Yeah. We we could say something that's deemed wrong by the society, and it could they could dismantle our whole lives. That's not even the thing. It's AI. It's like nobody has time to source and watch all that content that gets uploaded humans in general are saying a lot of dumb stuff you know and if that gets to scale it's very dangerous you know like you say one couple of words and like oh it gets a platform and we're like associated to that so they don't even take any chances and it's like oh you say a couple buzzwords like you have to be mm -hmm. very careful with what words we're using technically mm -hmm. or we maybe just like get shut down you know what it's well like. yeah so so to kind of take it out of a uh, yay world um is um you know during covid you really uh, you know because there's almost these two different problems right so there's like like what Kanye West just did is he he's saying something that's very anti-Semitic and it's not even what he's saying is necessarily like he's being Hitler or anything. He's not telling people to do bad things to Jewish people. However, people kind of use it as a jumping board to do bad things. Yeah. Um, but then like during COVID, it was like a different thing where you had a lot of like scientists that were po that posting things like, hey, this this was definitely in a lab or, you know, things like that. And that was it wasn't like they were trying to cause it, but they also got deplatformed like the Weinstein brothers who are, who are great. Yeah. You know, they have their own podcast. They're great scientists. And, and they and they got deplatformed you, you know what just a, for being wrong. You know, what is a fear right now of mine? All those words are the buzzwords that get flagged. So. You cannot even mention them technically on YouTube. That is the rule for like, if you're a bigger mm -hmm. content creator, you don't say those words. And because like it triggers the algorithm. So I have to actually yeah. change and post like now for the, the A word and then the C word. And I'm just like, it's it, this is not freedom of speech kind of sort of anymore. You know? Well, exactly. I think that's that's the problem where this all starts to be is like, yeah, do, do you feel safe to even talk about no. anything? Like when there's words we cannot say, like then then it sounds like J James Orwell um, or George Orwell. My bad. And, you know, and it's 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 yeah, it's it's not good. It's it's we, so, so. So in some ways, though, it's like if it creates violence, though, do you think we they should be deplatformed? Like if you're if you're calling for <sighs> violence towards people, do you think that's enough to kind of it's, it's a weird balance like even in germany right now there was a um a guy driving with his car with a z on there and driving through got four thousand euros as a um punishment he had to pay and he has to work like a full day to earn fifty dollars i forgot how it was but basically mm -hmm. oh you had a letter on your car and now you have to pay um, a fine because like this is yeah. now against the law I did not know there was a law like that, and they just changed the law like two weeks ago or something like mm -hmm. that. And I, it's how do you call it when you roll up um, a, a country or like basically it's like there was a law that is like trying to prevent like like people getting in the rolled up mode mm -hmm. and just like whatever. But that was like oh so you changed the law without anybody knowing and now this is now suddenly forbidden and it's like oh now he has to pay a fine obviously it's kind of correct that you shouldn't take a pro stand for like a negative thing but you should be allowed to have your own opinion mm -hmm. and it's just like there should be clear rules what you can say and what you shouldn't say kind of but mm -hmm. that gets into a gray zone well what's interesting with germany is that they they you know the whole idea of freedom free speech is new in germany right like germany it doesn't really exist what is really weird because there's like yeah. things you can't say and you can get fined for but now they mm -hmm. added something to that and it's like there's like certain letters that you cannot um put into like your know, license plate mm -hmm. there's like things you cannot say and do or you get fined and yeah it's like... well it's very interesting because germany was a fascist country so it's like so for a long time it it was it the rules were made by the government so so i mean you know, I'm, I think it's just interesting that, yeah, they're they're even as democratic as they are now. But, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that there's these, like, weird things in Germany that you still see that they're like, oh, they can just do that. And they don't need a vote. They just yeah. they just. So, yeah. And just for everyone at home, you know, um, so when he said Zed, that's that's the Z that's um, uh, that's been really defined in the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And yeah. so having a car with that Z on it um, driving through Germany. I mean, I could see how that upsets people, because I think yeah. in Germany, they're 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 worried about what happens next. You know, Germany. Germany yeah. is like kind of the border between the east and the west. So yeah, there's so, still a little bit buffer, but uh, there's not much buffer. <laughs> not much. Not when you're talking about Poland and all these other small economies.
economy countries. No, yeah, no, that's Germany is the first major country that would be in the way, really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this episode already makes me feel very uncomfortable. So I need your um, help right now, Sean, and your guys' <laughs> help as well. So please hit the like button and subscribe. But Sean, you're mm -hmm. saying the Z word, the Z word, and the J word. All those, I need that separately, so I have a snippet. What? All of the bad words? Yeah, no, just like Z word, Z word, and whatever. I, I don't, I, I don't know. You just asked me to say a bunch of offensive words. No, no, um, no. Like, don't, don't say them. Say them as I did. Like Z oh, word. Z word. No, I'm not gonna do that. No. Well, then I have to do that. Sorry. I, I wanna, I wanna keep this podcast alive. It's that bad, apparently, with the internet. What is very sad. God, we're going to lose our 20 views if I keep talking. <laughs> well, or the platform that maybe gets you money. See, I don't know. That's the thing is like you don't even know that for a fact. Like, I do I, know I, that I, for a fact. Like I don't. I feel, I feel like let's do, that, let's do this as a, an experiment. Let's see what happens because no. I, I feel like there's this fear that's been generated that, that um, like even earlier we were talking about a video off camera about using um, a song on a non-monetized video and how that'll maybe get muted and things and it won't. I mean, unless it's I'm monetized. Very, I'm very, very knowledgeable about that i'm very sure about that 100 percent. like the if you post certain things like on youtube you're right you, they cannot be monetized and they can stay up there but if you upload certain things to facebook for example they just mute it and sometimes youtube mutes that too so they can pick and choose so it's the artist mm -hmm. also you basically pop up in their like feed and there's a section in the feed like oh somebody else used your content like same footage or same audio if you're a bigger creator um, and you basically get listed and that's like one of the things that i want to avoid kind of for the for the clients so that's why i'm like giving them two versions kind of but I'm very sure about that. Well, on an episode about political correctness, we're here debating the political correctness of this show. So yeah. apparently we want to be very politically correct. No, and we don't want to get banned. <laughs> and use any um, possibly offensive terminology. So yeah. um, what is, isn't it messed up? Yeah, and makes it pretty much impossible to talk about the subject, right? Z word, things like that. That's I don't know. It's yeah. like then we're just breaking down language. Then then there's the argument of why even talk about it. You know yeah. What I mean? So what is also really a good thing, like in Germany now, the letter Z seems to be banned because they already banned like a couple like um, the double S. They banned like certain like numbers, you know, that reference like a certain time. What Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of crazy because, like, if you have a license plate, you have those numbers sometimes, you know, by mm -hmm. accident, and it's forbidden and you can't get fined for it. What is like this? And is... I guess I'm just interested. Um, I guess don't say the words, but what were the words I said they were wrong? Like, because uh, Z is just a Latin, the Latin for Z. So that's no, that's the, the, um, the J was like the Jew. Then the C word is COVID. And, and Jewish people are a people. Yeah, I, just, I know. I know. But it's, it's that like bad. people that think Mexican is like a bad word. No, that's a country. Yeah, but, but that is the thing like where you're like, it will pop up in the AI like, oh, they talk about that and we don't want to take a risk. Because I just feel like that's that's feeding into it. I guess that's where I think is like, then are we telling, are we, because it almost feels like we're, we're being anti-Semitic then because we can't even say Jew. We can't say the, the, we can't say a people. We can't say, then it's like, why say Muslim? Why say Christian? Why say like, because yeah. it's almost like we're doing the bad work then because yeah. Jewish people shouldn't be hidden away. Oh, we can't say that word. I know. Is it? Just like I said, like it's like kind of weird. Like there's like in YouTube, for example, there's a subsection that is like um, depending on what type of content you do, your adult content or your not content, but you don't uh, don't get shown that um, criteria because if they show you mm -hmm. the criteria, what what meets this standard, then people mm -hmm. would abuse the system. And there's like certain things that they cannot tell you, but indirectly mm -hmm. tell you, and you get ranked differently. So if you are like ranked as adult content, not in the, the pre-selection thing, there's another mm -hmm. segment on there. That determines how many views you get, what is the recommendation, mm -hmm. how risky you are. And there's so many things that are like associated, especially with small channels. If you're a small channel, you basically um, run a big risk of like getting just canceled because the risk is too great to have some strangers talking some weird shit on the internet <clears throat> so i guess like um just for people at home and for me really how does this process work let's say i get in trouble i said jew which is a terrible word apparently we cannot we can't there's um, also like um suicide whatever you cannot say those words either like you get mm -hmm. immediately flagged you get like you know the covid banner and whatever you just mention it pops up down there stuff like that there's like so, so many things it's like so do we get a covid banner even if we don't talk about covid Sometimes uh, by bad luck because it's determined by AI. So it's like you don't know how well it works. That is the scary part. It's like you can um, 
put it into um, review and hope that a human will watch it and like okay but by an hour long content they they just don't you see what i mean it just it just sounds like i don't know and i i i honestly i I mean, I, just, uh, yeah, I, for, for having a podcast, I mean, it's interesting you guys are seeing this live because this is kind of yeah. a little meta on our own podcast. Is, is we the, did not plan this, to be honest. Well, I planned a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, it's just hard because, like, what are those words? And those words will keep changing, right? And, like, and if, they, we, they, and if, we, if, we, if we boil down th- things that we say to what we think people will like and will get us engagement, then I feel like... We're, we're losing out on a lot of the the kind of the fun the kind of um the authenticity because i i know the i like human experience everything yeah and yeah and, and and that's the interesting stuff is like when people are debating and when you get to watch that as a viewer you get to kind of be like i'm too scared to talk about this in public but then you get to have people talk about it i don't know i just i feel like there's so much loss there and there's there's almost the argument of like you know while engagement is king and we all just want to bow down to impressions so but what what is the importance of that then i mean really exactly so that is a big problem with like i think social media in general and it gives too much power to um just a couple people you know like you can be banned deplatformed you can be whatever um and it's very (laughs) matter right now talking about that because it's so backwards but to basically talk about this list that actually exists because there was a youtube channel and they are basically having um they tested a couple words and they just Mm -hmm. uploaded a ton of words and like different words said different words um whatever Mm -hmm. and they saw how it performs basically and they generated like a big list that will get you flagged and Mm -hmm. like um rated and whatever and they i think it's like ten thousand words or something like that and it's bonkers and it's you don't it's not an official list but Mm -hmm. it's a tested list what happens if you say that in this video kind of situation and I forgot like which the channel was, but they basically made that open source and you could look at it. But YouTube cannot tell you what the list is because then people will play the system. See, that's one thing I don't like about um, all of these platforms. Um, you know, they, they, they really like to hide behind their own algorithms are, yeah, are their property and we got to keep it secret from you, but it's going to affect you. But then we're going to keep it secret from you. And how it all works is just, you know, I, I think one of the ones recently that's uh, gotten a lot of flack is Instagram, for example, where that algorithm is just changing daily. And anyone that says they have it figured out is lying to you, period. Nobody actually knows. They'll be like, oh, clips, reels, this thing that thing yeah sure 10 yeah. Ha- 10 hashtags versus none versus 100 yeah like no one actually knows and that's all on purpose and that kind of makes me mad i almost feel like these companies should hopefully elon musk which by the way this is also news uh, last night elon musk reportedly did finalize the twitter deal behind closed doors it is officially happening Ooh. he owns twitter as of last night um this Do is being, this twitter? is being recorded october 28th so that will be october 27th he owned twitter and that nice. we'll, see, we'll see when this comes out yeah. um, but but you know so um so that's very going to be very interesting because i would really like to see elon really push back like no we're going to release the algorithm publicly we're going to yeah. make it out there so everyone knows and everyone even has a say because I mean, these things are gateways for society. So why does society not have any say? I mean, that's kind of the weirdness here. The I think like one of the problems is like the law. Like um, there's a safe harbor law, for example, when you upload music and whatever, and the website has to say like, oh, we did not know that you did that, you know. And yeah. if they if they claim they know, you know, then they're liable, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's like laws are weird, and I think like this is like a very bad thing, but. That's what comes with the territory. You yeah. Know? Well, there is like no social media law, right? I think we're using kind of free speech laws, which I think do like, you know, they still apply. I just feel like we do. We, they know it's a it's a company. So it's like they can say whatever they want and they have to please advertisers. The more advertisers they have, the more money they make, the more profitable, uh, but the more like PC they want to be. Yeah, I mean, we have like a really like um, unique problem with the Internet, right? Um, Since the dawn of the Internet, um, it's somehow been mostly free to use. I mean, other than you being able to connect connect to the Internet, the Internet itself is is free. And and how do websites pay for the server space and stuff is through ads and ad revenue. Right. So since the dawn of the Internet, um, at least Web 2.0, um, it's it's all been ad generation. If there wasn't ads, there would be no internet. There'd be no YouTube. There'd be no Facebook. If there was no ad revenue, there'd be no nothing to pay the bills to keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, and I think though though we're getting to a place slowly that we're like, 
why are we letting ads control the entirety of the internet? Like we're starting to see that the internet is vast and like in 10, 20, 30 years is going to double, triple in size and even not what it is now. Yeah, and as maybe. we, and as we enter web 3.0, um, where web 3.0 is essentially where we're creating the, the stuff that's not really curated on servers. Now the servers in your house, you're creating things, you're serving things. You're Somebody has to start that system though. So, and I'm like, mm -hmm. not sure when that starts because like technically this is already doable. Nobody did it, you know? And it's well, like what's interesting is the the pay gates. That's where I see some interesting movement, right? The Patreons, the OnlyFans, the you can go to these places, you can say whatever you want. It can be as inappropriate as you want, and nobody can tell you no. Nobody can take down your content. It's not going to hurt your engagement saying certain things. Yeah. Um, but then you have to generate the but revenue. Isn't that then already the dark web? Because like on the one side, I, I like the idea of everything centralized, and it's basically like um, what is a uh, LimeWire kind of you know situation. Mm -hmm. Everything is stored on your computer and if somebody wants to use it it's like LimeWire for like um the internet for mm -hmm. videos for any anything mm -hmm. and everything but that already exists it's the dark web you know and that is not really encouraged by the big companies because they don't like the fact that you can just go there and do that and it's illegal so i think like most of the the, the stuff is owned by like google facebook whatever even the phones you know the big companies they have to decide mm -hmm. if they let you put that on your phone you know so i'm like mm -hmm. it, i don't know if web free is doable as is you know because it would be just like the the, the dark web um yeah yes and no i mean like so 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 the dark web is you know it was a lot about illegal stuff yeah illegal stuff i mean uh, you know and most of it i think was um you know just giving things away stealing things like stealing content you know getting movies getting stuff for free um, where what we're talking about is just words and pictures that you're sharing and yeah. that, that, that hurting you. And so that, I don't view that as the dark web. I mean, obviously that was, but you could say that though now, because like, if you think about it, like in Germany, you want to say the Z word, you know, like the, how do you call it again? Z word or whatever. I think it's just Z. Yeah. yeah I think Z. it's, I think it's, all yeah, it you know, and you want to discuss a couple topics by law, it's kind of forbidden. And now you're just like, what? And the only way where you can see it is on the dark web, just because an mm -hmm. uh, official made a law that is like, whatever, it's the it's in contrast to like freedom of speech and all those other things. Yeah. Well, Which what, is weird, you know? It is weird. And I mean, we see it all the time, like from the outside, when you look at China, for example, you see that they can just shut down anything at any time, anything, yeah. you know, even um, today um, there was a thing about Mao and, and it's not, it's not anywhere in China. Like nobody knows about it. It's not like there, it's yeah. not. So, so you see, you see that all the time and it sounds like Germany is, is not quite to the U S level where it almost sounds like they also will just shut stuff down. Um, um, they have more. Who even knows? I, it could be to the political level. I think that's when it gets scary for me is where you should be able to talk crap about a president or someone. I think that's when it gets really scary is when that stuff gets taken down yeah. and that stuff gets hurt. It, it is a weird time. I personally, like, I... I've I was like thinking, are we already like on the same level as China? We just don't know. Because mm -hmm. like in China, there's people, they think everything is great. There's literally people are like, this is great. You know, as long yeah. as you have the right mindset, you know? Yeah. And if you accidentally stumble into a path that is not aligning with like, oh, our overlords, Google and Facebook and whatever, mm -hmm. you, you kind of disappear from the internet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. So, so to get to your point about like, what is web three and how does that help this? Like, how does that help this thing? Um, I think it does when we can start to, because right now you're, you're seeing that like server space essentially is even getting cheaper, like yeah. vastly cheaper. And I think the, even the idea, like right now you can buy like a raid server for yourself for $300, which yeah. is, which or is, ins which more. is insane. 10 years ago, that would have been 1500, two grand. And before that had been 10 grand, 20 grand. And so <clears throat> even your ability to have server space, even your ability to do all that is getting easier and easier. So so I don't know. I, I, I would like to hope that like maybe someday, I don't know. And this is kind of far out there if someone can really develop this. But like you have your own like the, the idea of a social network even changes where it's like um, you, you, you're not in a space that's owned by Facebook. But why yeah. don't you create your own social network and somehow and this is all just I don't have the answers to all these questions. But like how, how you know, then somehow promoting that out to the world. So like we have the infinite creative platform so on that note like i think you need to create like that line wire that is socially accepted to use because it's like okay if you use this app it is basically like oh you can see content of any type and it's the web free and it's 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 like a browser and mm -hmm. maybe it has to be a website that is allowing you to um 
visit so that you have like a portal that you can access from every device you know that's what you kind of need it's like a browser and then you basically can do whatever but somebody has to build an infrastructure that is socially accepted and the norm because you could just make a dark website you know that is not really listed but if you have the address you can make your own social media page there and it's like your website or whatever right and and you've kind of seen that right so you see like the kind of the i forget what the far right came out with um but you have bumble no not bumble <laughs> that's a dating yeah, no, website. that's a dating website oh, wow <laughs> I'm, I'm not really good with that it says uh, it says a lot about fitz's uh gop connections there but no i mean um but no it's you know i think that's but you do see that you've seen that people start their own social network even um even trump started his own social network once he got kicked off of twitter so you you do see that kind of push of like well fine i'll just start my own yeah. and if you have the money and the team you can um i think that's half of it is we're you and i we don't have this like bandwidth to be able to do anything where google has thousands of employees yeah. and and a good but look at dollars. us look at us we're, we're actually having our own show a couple camera angles we're doing sh- fancy shenanigans i'm like well, we the yeah. tools that we have right now it's it's crazy yeah yeah and i think i think it's just going to get easier and easier and easier to kind of control the flow of stuff yourself yeah. um you know now with that too you, you're seeing like you know a, a proliferation of a lot of people doing it right so yeah. a lot of people podcast now everyone podcasts because it's getting easier and so yeah. so you know what's interesting too and i think you know we can kind of transfer to a new topic even with this of like the idea of like how do you push the boundaries and like yeah. if whenever when everyone can do it yeah like what is the next thing and like should you be exploring that or should you try to perfect what everyone else is doing i mean what's your yeah. thoughts on that so it's, it's a really interesting concept because like let's spin the wheel like andrew tate does you know he got kicked off social media and he's basically like let's um basically reinvent social media for myself mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm banned from all the major platforms how do i get people by my course yeah and it's like kind of like okay how to make money on the internet and being like a strong man whatever shenanigans mm-hmm. and obviously it's not deemed to be like um good apparently by social media so i have not watched the course i have not and also it's like a weird cycle where like you join the course you can make money referring the course so it's like a it's a pyramid scheme yeah pyramid scheme that works really well because like it attracts a certain amount of people mm-hmm. and they just follow for it and they are happy with it so some mm-hmm. people don't like that so but what would be the step you have to go into the um, dark web or build a like a community that is like enclosed in itself and tries to reach out it's like kind of like a cult you have to build a cult around your um network mm-hmm. so it's like for us it would be like if we are like getting banned would you actually go out there and say like okay i'm putting flyers everywhere and then we have a special address where people can watch the podcast you know it's yeah. kind of that situation what is like it would be doable but would it be worth the pain because like we have the tools right now where we can host a podcast we can go into riverside and basically have like our podcast being recorded Mm -hmm. then also edited by ai um then we also have like all those tools with like okay we have obs where you can just like download um, obs insert a couple of cameras and you're good to go Mm -hmm. and the tools are there, but the problem that I see is the community. You have to build a way to have the community mm-hmm. re- refer and promote the the product or the the podcast or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you you do you the community is what keeps you alive. Um, and yeah, and I think we've talked a little bit about like you know uh, a lot of it that a lot of people don't think about is that communities outside of your podcast. You should be out at events still. You should still be You're out right. like being being amongst the people. Um, you know, and that's something that I think a lot of creatives, they kind of beat around the bush about is like, you know, well, oh, I, I, I can't just like be in the place that I do the thing. I have to also be in, in like all these other places too. I have to cross promote, you know? So if you, so for this podcast, you know, like we, you and I should be going out and talking about it when we go yeah. meet with people, we should also be doing other things on our own that also link back to it. So, you know, you're doing your own cool video stuff. I'm doing my own branding and web design stuff. Yeah. And, and that stuff needs, should link into this. And it seems like that's the best thing is when you create this like larger network of things, it, it, it makes it so it doesn't fail. So even in Andrew Tate's example, he has like, uh, you know, eight different, 12 different ventures going on. Yeah. And so when he lot, when he got deplatformed, he still has money coming in somehow. He still leaves the doors open for his lovers that, that, that just are just like, Oh yeah, I, everything he says is gold. You know, they're still finding ways to pay him money. They're still finding ways to support him. So I think that's, it just shows the importance of like, you, you, you can't have all your chips in one basket. You have to have it all spread out. And it, 
it still highlights how important social media is though because like obviously it's not easy to just cut out the giant thing you know and like yeah. we don't use this at you know tiktok for example if you don't use tiktok it's really hard to grow and there's like seasons for every big platform like oh yeah this platform is really nice right now mm -hmm. digging it and just like cutting that off is a major handicap because somebody else will um fight over your attention because like maybe you're you're in your circle and you're like oh yeah i have this podcast mm -hmm. but you're that person in that circle is like, yeah, do I listen now to them or do I listen to like the other things on the mainstream thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think... Um, it's it's a weird conundrum that people are in and I'm like, yeah. And we're all in it, right? We're all in it. I mean, big companies, small companies. I mean, it, it's the funniest meetings in the world when like you guys have all these great ideas. We're going to do this marketing campaign. <laughs> we're going to hit all these touch points. And then it gets to that point where it's like, okay, who's going to handle the social media? And the room goes quiet because it's like, who? because everyone kind of knows like, it's um it's kind of a gorilla like you yeah. have to you're gonna have to post even if you're using a tool that's gonna do automatic posting there's just so much time that goes into posting you know yeah. even for us to do these episodes while we've got it down like we've 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 definitely cut our time down it still takes a decent amount of time to get all of these out you know yeah. um even clips and reels take time to get out so and like to kind of keep that consistency that day to day it's difficult it's it's a marathon it's yeah. you know you talk to the the mr beast and those these kind of big youtube people and they'll tell you i had no success until seven ten years into this yeah it's a weird thing too because like everybody who starts out with like social media and they're just like oh i can make that social media account i want to social want to be a social media manager because i have an instagram account and then they're just like oh, 200 followers or whatever so I was mentioning one of my co-workers kind of sort of well no i should not <laughs> but basically she, she social media promoter has like maybe five pictures up there and i'm just like oh you, you're you want to sell that as a server a service as being a promoter but you're not using new media and it's like the weirdest part when old media is trying to do new media stuff with old media rules you know like um, hmm. um there's like those cook shows for example or those selling things where there's like oh now we're talking about this product what you see on tv what 60 year old people like mm -hmm. and that wouldn't fly on tiktok you know yeah 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 no that's it's it's true it's um yeah, you, you do. You get these like, yeah, you get a lot of people too that just feel like they they have to keep, they, you, you have a lot of people, I mean, just to put it, just put it shortly, like you have a lot of people talking about stuff they don't know anything about. Yeah. I mean, that's like kind of the world we live in now because everyone's about like, let's generate more and more content. So even us, we, we definitely dip our toes into subjects yeah. we literally know almost nothing about. And yeah, especially with like the, the, the German law thing and whatever, or the, I didn't really read it. I, I was like reading the headline, mm -hmm. read the comments. I'm like, oh, that was a thing apparently. I did not have the time to actually research it to a T because who mm -hmm. has that time in nowadays, yeah. you know? Do you have the time to like just casually read like five pages you know it's just like no or fact yeah. check the pages too because like at this time it's like we mm -hmm. have to trust certain sources just and hope they're right yeah and it's i mean you see it on large podcasts i mean like look at the joe rogan experience even half that podcast is him just being like hey jamie can you look this up hey jamie can you look this up and if you don't have a jamie if you don't have someone off camera that's yeah. going to google the german news and going to google like the banned words on youtube and you know yeah. fact check us in real time it's 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 near impossible we just have yeah. to you just have to keep it going and i feel like that happens a lot you know andrew tate for example to go back to him is a, is a very interesting example where uh, early on he actually had really good advice for young men and because young men in this country are having a hard time that it, it yeah. is true there is this there's a suicide jump in young men there's there's a there is a lot of infidelity in in young men now there's a there's a lot of things going on that that is an emergency there is alarm bells ringing and having someone like andrew tate that is you know oh, being he, kind of that strong <laughs> male force is actually a good thing however just like a lot of the bad uh you know big people in in the past and history they always have good stuff you know there's there's a good two, stuff for the crazy there's stuff. a there's a a word h word guy that was from germany that he actually saved that economy from the great depression but he went too far and then he started getting all the j words together on trains yeah. and you know and that led to the h word and so you know um so with that, you know, Andrew Tate, same thing. Lots of great advice was actually like a great podcaster, you know, and, you know, and he had the whole like bling bling life of like, which a lot of people just attach to, especially in yeah. materialistic places, but he just went a step 
too far. And but yeah. as an artist, though, isn't that what you're supposed to do? You like, flirt that line. You're exactly yeah, right. Yeah. So, so technically, you want to evoke emotions. You want to evoke like dreams and hopes and whatever. And that basically means lean into this because I'm the strong whatever-ish guy. Mm-hmm. And that means you have to be above everybody else. You have to be stronger yeah. or more creative. And as an artist, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to push lines. You know, like Beeple, for example, he's throwing some art out there, and it's like kind of crazy, you know. And it really pushes the boundary, but it doesn't push it too much to be banned you know what i mean mm. so it's like what what are you supposed to do in your opinion should you actually lean in and just like risk an andrew tate or risk to be a joe rogan who everybody thinks now oh now you're talking crazy conspiracy stuff <laughs> or do you should be the crazy videographer who's doing like some wha- wacky stuff or web designer with wacky wacky pages you know like mm-hmm. oh comic sense there and whatever but this is my art you know are you supposed to do this or what, what is your spin well i think it's um uh, something that's very important to kind of separate too is satire versus reality right so yeah. so when andrew tate says something and he's yelling at the camera and being serious you don't feel like he's joking you don't feel like there's any satire there right true where um you have some people that yeah they're just they're making fun of stuff too and that and i think that's something important for just people in general to really try to divide i feel like we're, we're in the society where people think everything's serious like we have to be very careful to not joke because someone out there may be like no they're serious they're actually racist or they're actually yeah, misogynist but, but here's the thing though somebody else after you upload it to the internet is in control about whatever happens to that episode you can mm-hmm. clip cut and the more extreme it is the more views it gets and it's mm-hmm. really fine to have somebody else saying something extreme on your page and you're like mm-hmm. how could he say that you know and you didn't yeah. actually say that but it was just like cut together like that and now you're in the hot water kind of and it is a weird situation you know yeah well you you all, and you always want to like i think like the best thesis statements the best like first sentences of any essay or anything is it needs to it needs to have an argument it needs to stand for something it needs to be like you have something rooted in an opinion and i think some of the best stuff out there is a controversial opinion so it's weird like that's how you get engagement right it's like ever since gladiator days people love violence and brutality and gore they just kind of do like it's just innately in humanity like when you when you have a wreck you know that's why you have to look like i oh i want to see the carnage so there is this kind of innate like want and desire for people to see that chaos so it's this weird thing right if you want engagement you can't be boring we can't sit down here and just talk about the most boring topic known to man but we have to be careful because if people start to feel like we've gone too far or we're pushing to a negative direction um they just pile on you it seems like it seems like even the people have been trained to pile on you yeah so on the one side it's also like if you don't do those things you just don't get the engagement you stay stagnant you don't get recommended so it's like you have to push the lines and you don't have to push the lines it's so Mm -hmm. weird because like it's really hard to grow on social media because like obviously the most extreme Mm -hmm. pretty girl obviously will make it to the top way easier than like somebody who's not you know or say or attractive people in general so it's like yeah so you have to like lean into certain things and just like hope you have a good card then you don't really have to be too extreme Mm -hmm. but it still doesn't help you if you're not extreme enough yeah you're right you're right yeah um yeah because you're right there's people that get around that by um being um attractive or or have skills or comedy comedy is such a big thing like i i i do you know and i think that's why joe rogan's able to get away from stuff i've seen so many times where he just gets to this place he'll even say on his podcast oh i'm just a stupid comedian so don't even listen to what i say but then fair enough but then people are though so it's like it's funny he gets to play that game where he gets to be a leader but then anytime someone's like yeah but you said this he's like whoa 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 i'm just a comedian why are you listening to me anyway so it's very interesting how um you can create these kind of barriers for that too which i think joe rogan's done a great job of like somehow creating this wall around him that's like no he's kind of impenetrable like he can kind of say anything and at least at the very end of the day be like i'm just a comedian why are you listening to but, me but anyway? here's the thing like on one side he's already canceled and then one side of um uh, of the society is just ignoring him because he mm-hmm. said certain things even though he has a right and an excuse but they mm-hmm. just don't accept it you know he said that and now it's over forever for him on that thing he just doesn't get canceled now because like vast majority Mm -hmm. is like still pro you know well what's interesting too is it's like um it's like the ob1 type of uh problem if you strike me down i'll become more powerful than you can possibly imagine so that's kind of what can happen too and who knows with andrew tate um yay 
that may happen too. You, you cancel these people. They may become even more powerful because people, people like to go for the underdog and people don't like censorship. So, yeah, it was like kind of scary too, because like Kanye was like, also like, um, let's go and be president. And he's like building a church cult, Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's already at a scary time, you know, and he's just like pushing all the boundaries. And maybe that is the thing that he wants to have, you know, like, Hey, I'm saying something that I shouldn't say. So I get more, um, reach in the social media and media in general. Mm -hmm. So I can attract more people to my cult and then run for president what is like a very scary concept it really worked mm-hmm. well with like trump and whatever like say a couple controversial things so the the one side that ignores mm-hmm. you will talk about you because you said something bad and then you win over people because mm-hmm. like what you ever you said was not that bad but it was kind of bad and you then on the other side you know you're saying then again nice things about it like you say something bad and then you say something nice about it and basically it's contradicting itself but you just get free advertisement from the other side that things like you're completely against it mm-hmm. and then uh, you check that out and you're just like hey he didn't he said that but he said somewhere else something different was positive you know yeah yeah so that can be scary yeah. so you cannot pay um you know if you want to cancel somebody you don't mention his name at all because like you could use that it's a legit tactic that works and yeah yeah, and I mean, I think it's consistency of message. I think, yeah, can, can our words be misconstrued? Sure, but then I think with it, with some research, people would very quickly find that it was misconstrued. So I think, yet again, it goes back to the importance of having that network, right? So yeah. so if you get tanked on YouTube and people are just cutting up your clips and making you sound a certain way, well, then thankfully you have an Instagram and a TikTok and a Patreon and you do stuff and you're going out to the, the networking things and you're out there and you're just yeah. doing good work and that's getting awards. That's a big thing I'm trying to do this year is starting to put my stuff into award shows yeah. things like that you know you create that bigger network it makes you impossible to take down right yeah or near impossible what is that kind of nice um on that side what are your um tools or tips that you have to build that system because like it's it's really hard to do all those things you know you have any, anything in your tool belt where you're like okay this is how i do business and i'm just like diversifying my business to get recommendations because it's kind of like a social media. Like, well, well, this is this is a great one of them, right? I mean, you, um, you know, for the longest time, I and even now, I I've struggled with you know getting the thought leadership out there. When I when I talk to clients and people, they yeah. they love hearing me talk. They love hearing what I have to say. But um, to people that don't know me, they don't know that I have these views. They don't know how experienced I am. So I think this is actually a great medium. There's so many people like we talk about how there's so many people that do podcasts, but there's even more people that don't. You know, there's so many people out there that have really good ideas, but they don't vocalize them. You don't nobody knows about them. The community doesn't know about them. Yeah. And also there's levels to it. Like there's like some people who just have an audio podcast. This is like um, I think Mm -hmm. like one of the higher levels where you have multiple cameras microphone setup in his own horn right now yeah yeah it's feeling so good (laughs) patting themselves on the back but but there's levels to everything and it's like uh it makes a difference kind of sort of sometimes you know obviously um i don't know how we should improve more besides like having a fixed setup having more dedicated time but obviously there's always something you can do but i'm like I would love to have more tips on how to build that network for our um, work. Because, like, obviously, you can go out and do, like, the co-working space. What is, like, a one mm-hmm. system of, like, getting clients through indirectly meeting people. It's very maybe ineffective. Or it's kind of, I think... If that's the main goal, then, yes, it's totally ineffective. Um, but, but, but you would meet people who maybe need your services, you know? So it's mm-hmm. it's it's a type of system where you need another system where you advertise and whatever. Well, I think like, you know, like we've seen recently, we know a person recently that we, we both like, um, even just before this podcast, we're talking about how they, they're waving to each person they walk by. But like, can you think about if you just did that? If you, if you took $20 to rent a co-working space for one day, just $20 and you made a rule for yourself, every single person I walk by in this thing, I'm going to introduce myself to. This is a good one, actually. For 20 bucks? Yeah, no, that is actually like one of those old school um, things you're supposed to do you're in, on the countryside you know you're supposed to say hello how you doing whatever you mm-hmm. know like you're, you're supposed to be a good human you should know who is the person in front of you you know mm-hmm. and you nowadays big city life you're just like no don't talk to strangers you know yeah yeah one thing i've tried to do um and only when it's like you know and i'll be honest only when it's like easy to do but like it's like like uh the uh before i came here there was a there was a few days before i left on this trip and i went to the i went to a cafe and there was just, just this guy just doing illustrations he was doing yeah. this cool like tattoo illustration and 
and I made sure to say something because I was looking and I was really impressed. <laughs> hey, so. this kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, right. You kind of yeah. Uh, let me let me get my eraser. I'm gonna erase that yeah. for you. Have no, you ever tried Photoshop? <laughs> have you ever tried? Yeah. Have you ever tried being an insurance salesman? No, but like, um, but no, I like you know. I was like, no, Sean, don't just say sit here silently and not say something. At least go up and be like, hey, man, that's really awesome, dude. What's your name? Cool. Yeah. Like, and even that was a cool interaction where he's like, yeah. Oh, do you do do you do this as well? I was like, oh, well, I'm a designer, you know. And, and then there's like, he's like, oh, cool, because like you know, yeah. the, he recognizes that I can get him jobs, and, and even the other way, he can get me jobs. But it doesn't even get to that level. It's just, but that would have never happened if I didn't say anything. So yeah. Like, or let's say you saw it on Instagram. Who cares? You know, you're like, um, in comparison, exactly. you know, like you would see it on Instagram, and the comparison would be like, it's not as impressive as like that account, you know. But mm-hmm. the difference is now you saw that person in real life, and you have a real connection, and, and it, it changes genuine. the game. It's a it's a higher quality contact exactly it's it's way more genuine than even leaving a comment on instagram because people know that that's a game people know that like so you know that but like, there's levels too like you can make a thoughtful comment and it will be acknowledged exactly or yeah. you can spam fire emoji <laughs> yeah fire fire emoji hands up hands up ha 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 like i you know that's and what's interesting too is you go to these co-working spaces and nobody else is doing that like nobody's walking around talking to anybody it's not nobody's, easy it's it's literally so, it's not easy yeah so it's like so if you're out there and you're like shy and you're like like getting in on yourself you know you're you're part of the majority i think most people are just terrified of people yeah and um so but yeah it's a skill that you can develop too like i, I think like it's one of the skills you should develop apparently mm-hmm. like when i was like 14 and i had to go to an internship you know and first thing i learned was like give a real handshake not too hot not too soft but mm-hmm. do it the right way eye contact there's several rules yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like the basic rules that are very important because it's your first impression and it's just like sometimes you should like just practice the basic skills you know to just look confident or feel confident and i feel like with this generation with covid everybody who's like practicing that stuff right now has a big advantage you know like oh you meet Mm -hmm. somebody in person and you make good impression and very comfortable and somebody with a low Mm -hmm. self-esteem because of like covid not able to read faces well and the stronger Mm -hmm. your impression the better you know you stick then you know it's you're way more effective so it's maybe worth actually going out and just practicing it yeah and i think for a lot of creatives one thing i've started to think of this as is you know i I, i'm really good at generating value for clients and when i get into a client meeting and i know a lot of creatives are are there are like that as well where once you get in that client meeting you're in this zone of like i want to create value i want to create value i want to create value but like break it out of that like why not create value for every single person you come in contact with why not why not be valuable to everyone because if you're valuable to everyone like like, we all know someone out there that, like, they can't even go in a room without everyone just flocking to them and wanting to talk to them and wanting to, like, get their advice. It's because they create value, even if it's subtle value, even if it's just, like, looking them in the eyes and be like, how was your day? Oh, let's talk about that. And it's like... <laughs> without they, sounding fake, because just, that can go both ways. You know, you have yeah. to be natural, too. Exactly. So it's, like, it's it's a practice. So I think it's, like, yeah, create value. Like, you know, so if you go to the cafe... Just see, how can I create value with people around me? How yeah. can I, like, can I buy the coffee for the guy behind me? Can I, like, go talk to the guy that's doing illustration over there? That girl over there seems like she's really upset about something. Like, can I at least, like, tell her, hey, I hope you have a good day. Like, don't get in, you know, yet again, don't get weird. But, like, but definitely. Be nice. But just create some value, even if it's just a little thing you throw at them. Yeah, give something without expectations, you know? Like, sometimes you want to, like, you can say something nice and you're expecting, like, something nice back. But mm-hmm. just say something where they don't have to follow up. So it doesn't become awkward. They exactly. can pick and choose if they want to say something nice back. So if you let exactly. it like, you know, like just like, oh, this is a nice picture, you know, instead mm-hmm. of this is a nice picture. But, hey, can I follow you? And then you, you become intrusive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think um, one thing that I, I used to do with one friend, we, we would kind of because um, we both had uh, girlfriends at the time. Um, we, we did this little thing. This was years ago. This is probably 10 years ago now. Uh, yeah. It's been a long time. But um but we would we would do this thing where we would just tell we would just tell girls they're pretty for no nothing but nothing else we would just be like you look really pretty today not ask their name not ask their number just yeah. say hey you look really good today just so you know and you know what you would be like oh i'm sure there's some girls acted weird to that not one like they were always like oh thank you that's really nice yeah. of you to say be like yeah no worries have a good one and yeah. then just like leave like because yet again like the, you know when people get creeped out is when it starts to feel like you want something that there's a reason yeah. you're doing it so you do have to be yeah. careful you can't you can't have these like 
these like obvious ulterior motives. But if you get better at creating value, like if you do it all the time, you'll get better at it and you won't even realize you're doing it. Yeah. Like my, my favorite is like in America, like everybody's like, Hey, how's it going? You know, it's like, it's the standard, mm -hmm. um, high you know it's really easy to say it's very socially accepted mm -hmm. and there's like also that like trend where people are like hey i really like your you compliment something on mm -hmm. the person like the shirt whatever you know exactly yeah. and i'm like that is such a nice thing in germany it's not as common like you don't talk to strangers it's, mm. it's, a, it's a very weird thing but here you have the advantage you can't do that without being weird and i'm like I really mm. like it. So it is it's interesting. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on places in the world. What's interesting is, yeah, Europe in general seems to be yeah, way more standoffish. In some ways, it's weird. Yeah, but if you get close, they're way closer. So what is like, you know... <laughs> exactly. It's like a weird trade like, of cultures. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like touching once we're friends. But yeah. like, if we're not friends, like don't even talk to me in Europe. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I, I felt that too. But even when I was in Ireland, I felt that. Um, you know, I think... Um, yeah. So, I mean, so with that being said, I think it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's just like create value all the time. Like we're trying to create value online. That's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah. It's about creating some value for you guys out there that are watching, you know, it's about creating value for you. And then the hope is that you keep watching. And then the hope is someday that you're like, you know what, you've given me so much value. I'll give you this tiny little bit of value. So, so here's my thing though, because like I, on the one side, I don't really care about, um, like, the, the hopes and dreams and obviously that they are there you know we all have our expectations and wish outcome you know mm -hmm. but i'm not expecting that i'm what i'm expecting is like i'm spending quality time with my sean and i'm mm -hmm. basically learning about like hey this is like um me learning business with sean and you learn something i learn something where it's like a dynamic where it's going back and forth you know and maybe yeah. it leads to more like oh maybe we get somebody to listen and he's like getting right. a part of it you know and if i can create value like for you with like trying to make some reels and shorts and whatever and showcase my skills it's like beneficial you know well yeah i think it's um you know uh it's it's passive versus engaged right so like you know instead of playing video games why not do a stream of your video game on twitch you know so for us we had such good conversations at the cafe yeah why not make those into something like yeah. why why just have those so i think that's where we we're like we're gonna have these conversations anyway we want to hang out we want to catch up yeah so why not record it right exactly. we're gonna we're gonna talk about these things anyway um so might as well i think that's where we come from and and it's good practice like right hopefully like you know the podcast i think i've heard from people out there that, that it's gotten smoother that we're yeah. that we're getting better at it um and, yeah. and that's that's cool that's, what i also heard was like why am i like talking to myself <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, for all of you out there, if you're watching this, leave us a positive comment. We really, because Sean is not existing, apparently. We really, yeah, we've gotten two negative comments, or not even negative, like, mysteriously, weirdly negative, and they, they seem to be angle that fits in. I, I don't like that. See, yeah, so It's need... the accent. It's the accent. It was like a pro-American, reddish, you know? It's like, I have my stereotypes, you know? Yeah, so, so leave us a good comment. Just say anything. Like, even do some fire, fire, fire emoji. <laughs> hands up. Hands up. You can. Whatever. Or, you know, be genuine. Read out you know we'll, we'll we see you we see you out there yeah um but you know it's been nice to see the subscribers kind of click in i think we have 13 now so it's like we're getting about one a week on average or one every other week so it's yeah. it's clicking up there slowly but oh, i didn't post the reels i still need to go on the phone and actually do the work you know like that's the thing mm -hmm. like doing the work is um the hardest part yeah but it's the only way like to grow on like social media you actually have to show up do the work everything else is like whatever well yeah well it's everything that like a lot of creatives have to describe to their clients is that like you can do the thing but you also have to tell the story and so so that's where the clips and reels are is that's us telling story like we're doing the thing we're creating the podcast but we yeah. have to tell the story to the people that don't yeah and yeah and when you have an hour podcast it's it's hard to get people to want it to to dive into that so so yeah the clips and reels are great i, I mean hopefully we get better um over the next Always. weeks at just like getting like that to be kind of more consistent yeah. we're gonna you know you, you'll see like you know the titles maybe get better on this you'll start to see some edits in this podcast i the think thumbnails we're, are phenomenal i really dig them oh like, thank you thank you yeah yeah, you know, I, uh, so yeah, so keep, you know, we're going to just keep chugging along here, you know, ho get some merch hopefully up here soon. You know, I think we're both just been so delayed with life and things that yeah, those types is, of things. Life is a treat right now. Life. Yeah. So it's been a lot, you know, you, you have to prioritize client stuff before things. And so, so, but we're figuring it's out a balance. I, I think the big thing is just that consistency, right? I think that, I think we and both agree scheduled. with that. You just got to keep coming back. Cause if we ever have like multiple weeks where we don't do this and there's just too much time that passes we're we're, we're done, we're done in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I look forward to, to more episodes, man. I think, um, you know, I don't think we'll get deplatformed or anything. I think that we, will save it. 
And I, will, I can show you the, the, so I do extensive research on YouTube, how to grow, what to do, what not to do. I'm like very about that data, mm -hmm. how to place a video on the first page. That's all I know. That's like my biggest thing. And the things I learned is mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 you know, don't do this. Don't do that because of X, Y, and Z. And mm -hmm. I saw, I saw people doing it and I saw people talking about it. I also had like occasions where I like, um, if your YouTube account gets banned or canceled or whatever, your Google account gets canceled or banned, you have no idea how deep that goes. Oh, really? Like Google Drive, that. everything. So it's like a thing that is automated. There's no customer service. I had that happen to me like yeah. by accident. And I'm just like, I didn't do anything, but I got deleted and banned from Google. I'm like, why? I didn't do anything. And hmm. then I had to figure out how to reinstate that. Because like, if you hmm. have an Android Very phone... Weird. You are basically required to have a Google account, you yeah. know. So it's like it's it's bunkers. Yeah, it's very weird. It's it's yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> the more I'm talking about like it, it, believe me, I've been there, done that, know about. We're it. deleting this podcast. We're never doing this again. No, no. but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's loopholes. J word, J word, H word, N word. <laughs> basically, even just saying N word, I think, is like going to get you deplatformed. That's one where it's like I think I that's like already listed too because just AI saying N word, people, yeah, it's like. That's what's weird is like, yeah, where do we start to draw the lines? And like, I, I don't know. I hope we can change this. I really, I think like if we, I, I feel like we're the people that like, we're seeing the car be invented and we're like, what's climate change? Oh, that's, that's not a thing. And now it's everything. I just feel like the same thing's happening on the internet. Right now we're just like, oh, what's censorship and deplatforming? But it's everything. And yeah. in 20, 30 years, we're going to be like, oh my God, why did we, why did we not push back? Why did we let these companies have all this control? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be very, interesting to kind of see going forward none of us know what's next no yeah. nobody the does. only good thing is like if you grow big enough it's like you grow to a point where they cannot cancel you over stupid stuff because you can call them exactly. out but if you're small the, the problem is just like you're small nobody cares if you're gone you and know? you know and and for all the things that like kind of these negative forces um and and just famous people being canceled should teach all of us is that even if you get canceled or deplatformed you're not you are not canceled you can keep going on it's yeah. like so so even if this podcast got canceled, we got deplatformed, I got all my Google accounts deleted, I can still go on and be successful. So I think yeah. a lot of people need to remember that too. That because like it's the in-person connective. And if we give YouTube all the power, if we give freely, then then it's going to get worse over time. So we, yeah. we early on need to be very good as people, as creatives, to be like, no, you don't get all the power. I get to have some of this power. Because if we start to be like, well, I have to just make things for clicks, engagements, everything just becomes numbers and metrics and analytics analytics then and nobody cares then we have no that. power then yeah. we have no power We've, we're just handing it over then yeah well let's look forward for the social media future where you have your headset on you don't leave the room and you're just like trying to make a good mm -hmm. impression in a vr coffee <laughs> yeah so it's uh yeah we'll just have to see we'll see where it all goes man um yeah. got any more topics or should we wrap this one up uh you know i uh where are we on time i don't even know where we're are we? at like 58 minutes 58 minutes uh i think we could probably wrap it up yeah so i mean um so it's been good to have these live podcasts i'm going to be heading back to colorado for the next one and um and we'll be back doing some live ones here and there um you know i think uh we'll be having some stuff so definitely just kind of keep an eye out for that but yeah, yeah I think, what can people find you yeah so so to find me go to seancraigcreative.com or you can do seancraigcreative into instagram i'm in there and, and what do um, you do and yeah and for me you know i'm a web designer visual brand consultant um working on nonprofit clients all the way to, to big national clients um and everything in between how about you man well i'm just a videographer here in the lovely state of florida and st petersburg providing like this what, what my camera died nope there we go i'm just fitz a a social media agency videographer shenanigans thing i'm bad with introducing myself i'm so terrible all right we're gonna do that again so you are fitz a and where can i find you fitz a <laughs> yeah, on fitz a.com or on social media everywhere actually on the fitz a and it's f-i-t-z a-E-Y. And then, you know, I want it. We never really call these out, but let's talk about these real quick. Oh, I that's a prototype. You so, cannot show the prototype. You got to show the neon glow one. So, so what are these things? Kind of describe these real quick. So this is like a land stand. Like it's neon colored. We, we maybe think about like um, calling it Aurora stand. So I like, yeah. So let's put this here and let's see if, oh, no, we don't. Let's up. 
Yeah, obviously this is not working. So yeah, so if you all look right here, this guy over here, he makes these beautiful 3D printed stands for your for your lens. So if you got a thousand dollar, two thousand dollar lens, and you need to display this, right? You got clients coming in. You, you got want all to show this off gear. class. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you don't want to put this in the drawer or something. What the heck? So he's made these beautiful stands. These can be found at Etsy. So if they go to Etsy, what do they what do they search for? Lens stands. Just put in lens stands. You'll find these. Yeah, I will be top search results because like SEO is my thing. It's like my jam. SEO is his thing, and so is the platforming. Apparently, he knows it all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, these stands are amazing. I mean, they're they're really oh, cool. Sure. They're, they're very they're, cheap. I mean, I, I like these. I'm not I'm not a videographer, but man, if I had like expensive lenses, I would put them in this. I tell yeah. you what. So they like they kind of glow too when you put lights on them and like whatever. Yeah, they glow. They're really cool. So and he's developing new ones all the time. He's got some new ones. He's shown me some prototypes, and I'm I'm excited yeah. to see kind of like where he goes with everything going yeah and you you said like a rare a rare stand oh i still have to yeah so that. we're talking um yeah we've been talking about how to brand it you know um with him we having... did not follow up on that actually the branding the brand course that you wanted mm -hmm. to do on the patreon and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well well, yeah, maybe. we got a, we got another hour if we want after this, but yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So definitely go here, put in lens stand in Etsy. These things are cheap. They're like what, fifteen bucks, twelve bucks? Yeah, yeah. So, so buy these. I mean, if you're a videographer, you want to display cool stuff. Yeah, or you make a review it. about a lens. It's really neat to have them being there looking pretty yeah so this guy's busy man we don't talk about all the stuff we do i feel like we don't even do a good enough job of that but we are we're, we're real busy I, I'm, we're... I'm bad talking about myself what is <laughs> i like talking about other people and introducing them how great they are because yeah. sean is amazing oh <laughs> this guy's amazing too all right well we're yeah. gonna end this this podcast with love it's been great man it's been good yeah. being in the state of florida We'll keep this going week to week. And for all of you guys out there, um, don't de-platform us, please. I'm so sorry. Please, just like this and give us a good comment, okay? H-word, all those things. I'm so sorry. We got this. Bye. Bye.